Great morning, everybody. Great uh, morning. You and I have had a couple convos. Yeah, how you doing, man? October was a tough month, but I am choosing to be positive. So I am doing amazing. Um, like, like you have a bad month. Imagine what your good months are going to be like, right? So, like, I'm I'm good. Oh, it's all good. It, what what what's the setup? It's 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 setting up. It's what a I comeback. Don't know if I know for, this one, Coop. What is it? I forget the saying. All right, it's it's uh, you good? I, okay, you good? it's not even you good. You've been real active with I'm the good, fam, though. getting some nice weather. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. Oh, it's all good. God, you're unbelievable. Uh, no, man, just just chilling, man. Just enjoying these last couple of days. Uh, before we move to the tundra. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. Can't can't complain. Uh, progress on the. Project mm. is coming. Project those zucchini bars Mahana posted the other is day. going good. Um, <gasps> bro, those do those zucchini bars. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try we, a lot go, of food. When we go to Florida, F-I-I. you have to try those. Like, so, so when we, so, <laughs> but it's good for you though. Looks good, tastes good, and you feel good after you eat it though. So it's got all the three uh, in there. But we went to, we went to, uh, Miami for the meet the team day. I saw these things and our contact that was with us. I looked at him. I said, like, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it, bro. That looks like sin. And he, and he, he looked me dead in the eye. Yeah, here's he the like, macros, man. But they're healthy for you. And I took, I took, I took, I took the bite and like, I was like, oh my goodness gracious, this is not. Bro, does like honestly, the zucchini brownies might be my like favorite thing I, on the I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> like I eat, I don't eat junk. You know what I'm saying? But I I do eat sweets and yeah, um, yeah. The like, trust me, it's it, it, like forget about what you think you know about like healthy like healthy uh, snacks and just throw it out the window, like. You'll, you're you're gonna bite it. You're mm. gonna eat it, and you're okay. like, "There's no way that was." I'm, like I get down with it. There's no way. Well, uh, yeah, we have a phenomenal episode right, this bro. morning. I bet, but uh, like we do every morning, you ready to get into it? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm doubt it. When do you sleep? Let's bring him in. <laughs> Let's bring him in. All right, Coop, uh, today on Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb, why don't you bring in our next guest? Good morning, everybody. Uh, on today's episode, uh, got a, uh, another uh, NDSU stud. Um, you know, a guy who, if you if you had him in practice, like in one-on-ones, didn't like going against him. <laughs> uh, he was a re- real physical dude, let's just say that. Um you know, he went for football. Uh, now he's a model, and I'm I'm curious to see what he's doing now. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's Ariel Boyd. What's good? What's good, fellas? Thank you for having me. Hey, okay, what the? Oh my gosh, thank you. I just feel all the love, man. I'm just feeling love today, man. Coop's a hype beast, man. Hey, man, Coop is a hype beast. Keep it, keep it going. I'm all about the uh, about the hype. Oh man, love it, love it. So, Ariel, yeah. um, 
just tell our followers a little bit more, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, and, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Um, so I'm, um, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Uh, again, I played uh, football at NDSU with Coop. Uh, fun times. <laughs> Too much fun. Always. Fun times. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, so I moved to Chicago after leaving college, um, chasing a dream, um, fashion model, um, entertainment. I also do um, wealth consultant and uh, software development investing as well. So it's been it's been quite the journey, man. man. That's a big that's a big change, right? Yeah, it is. Coop, I know change. you're I know you're going to ask, so I'll let you go first. Well, so Ariel, so yeah. where? Okay, so this is this is because like I just you know started following you on on IG here yeah. like the last month, month and a half, and like so. So why did you want to get into, you know, what you're doing right now? You go from football. Why should then... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? If I can be totally upfront with you guys, uh, after coming from, from high school, you know, I was a, I was a, a you know, um, a high, a high star recruit in high school. So I was kind of always used to being in the, um, I guess you could say in the spotlight a little bit, I guess. Um, but I always knew that I could never work a nine to five. And I hear guys say that a lot. <laughs> They're like, why did you go into this, this direction? Or why did you go on this path? It's like, I could never see myself working a nine to five, sitting at a desk or doing something like that. Um, modeling was, um, it, it kind of accidentally happened though. Like uh, those Fargo, those Fargo days, man, I was, I was at a video store trying to rent a video game and I was approached um, by an older lady and she was kind of stalking me around the video store. Hmm. Yeah. She was like literally stalking me around the video store. And I was like looking over my shoulder, like, man, is this lady trying to, trying to be my sugar mama or what? You know, she was <laughs> a little older, but Hey, I'm not, I wasn't discriminated. I, mean, I didn't trip. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, long story short, uh, she told me that I had a look and that I should um, look into uh, getting into entertainment. And I was like, Hmm, she's like, yeah, you have a face for TV. You should, you should try it out. I was like, okay, uh, well, Thank you. Uh, I don't believe you, but I appreciate the uh, compliment, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been good. Uh, so Chicago is a it's a very um, it's a very beginner's market, I guess you can say, because when you think of entertainment, you usually hear about New York and L.A., right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, Chicago is like a mix of both. So it's uh, it's basically. Um, you don't need a you don't need a big name in order to 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 get into projects, right? Um, when you go to L.A. or New York, you're dealing with way bigger fish who've been in the game since kids. You know, um, I didn't have that experience, mm. so it's kind of like you know how we do on football. We build a game plan um, and we attack it, right? So my game plan was just to go to Chicago, uh, where I can, you know, still make a name for myself, but not in such a, a huge market. Uh, like LA or New York, and it all ended up it all ended up working out, man. Uh, I was sitting in Fargo, I was working. I just made the decision, man. I, I actually was I was like on my on my back, so I I came to Chicago with a trash bag and a hundred dollars. Mm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I have a feeling I'm gonna love this interview. Yeah, I I, um, I came there with a trash bag, and and everybody knows my story, man. I came there with a trash bag and a hundred dollars right off the train, man. So first of yeah. all, you took the train, mm -hmm. right? We'll we'll skip over that, but that's that's something that should be noted. 
Um, but I mean, I feel like the model, you know, it's, it's vanity, right? Yeah, a lot of it's absolutely. vanity, it's confidence, it's connections, right? Absolutely. How'd you deal with the adversity when, you know, you're in the video store and this lady says, Hey, you're the best looking guy here, or you have this specific look here and you know, there's no competition. And then you get to Chicago with your back against the wall. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're competing for, you're competing for stuff where it's like, oh, wow, there's 10, 15, 20, 30 other people. And we're all going for these X amount of slots. Absolutely. Right? So yeah, what man. was that adversity like starting out? Man, it was, um, it was definitely, it was definitely adversity, adversity. Um, so, you know, again, you were right. Fargo wasn't a big market. Um, so she, my, the agent, I ended up hiring a lady as my agent and, um, mm. She, I was working in Fargo a little bit, but I wasn't getting any paid gigs. It was like I was doing stuff for like the local magazines and stuff like that. Shields, yeah, or whatever you know, like there, yeah, right? like and yeah. um, uh, I I had to talked to her about branching out, but you know, she wasn't quite ready for me to branch out, but I felt I was ready. And so I, you know, I took I took the opportunity, man. I seen a I seen an opportunity and I took it, even though she wasn't that confident in me just going out to a big city or going somewhere to try and meet with all these uh, bigger agencies. Um, I took the opportunity. I, I went to Chicago. Um, like I said, I I, I uh, came with a so before I moved to Chicago officially, I visited Chicago three different times just to kind of set a game plan of. If I did move here, where would I go? Um, how would that look to me? Um, what, how would, what would I do for, for work in the, you know, for the time being of becoming an entertainer? Because that doesn't happen just right away, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, coming to Chicago and, and uh, I entered into a competition that kind of helped me get a little further. And I, I didn't end up winning the competition, but I, I made top five out of uh, a thousand people. And yeah, it was, it was, it was big. Um, after that, I, you know, I was walking away and the, usually the winner gets signed by the uh, agency, but they came up to me. It's like, Hey, we, we like your look and we really want to sign you. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, it's like, man, I, I, I didn't win, you know, competition, but the fact that they wanted to represent me and they were a, a big, huge known uh, modeling brand. I was like, Oh man, like I'm in the big leagues now. Like this is the you won the yeah, real this competition. This is like the right? NFL yeah. of entertainment. Like I've got a contract. I've gotten a contract. You know, just kind of how the, the, the statistics are in football of making it to the league. Um, it's the same in modeling. Only one percent of people who want to go make it and get signed. Mm -hmm. So, 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 yeah. Ariel, why? So, why all the headache though? Like, why? Okay, so I love the fact that you. A hundred dollars yeah. and a garbage bag, yeah. like only I, one option, only only one option, and so so you're gonna take this leap to to go to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Your agent is really not a hundred percent on yep. board, and you're gonna go do something where it's a one percent chance that you might get signed. So two questions: yeah. How do you deal with the fear? Mm -hmm. Um, the first question, and then. You know what? What? What was your driver? What? What drove you to do that? Well, how did I? Um, how did I handle the fear and the adversity? Let's just say I'm happy that dispensaries are illegal in Chicago. 
<laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, man. Um, oh, man. I, I come, you know, I come from Houston, and I come from poverty. I was born in poverty. I was always, you know, watching my my mom uh, turn uh, uh, chicken crap into chicken salad. Like, you know, she was a magician. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I always had that confidence, though. Like, you know what, man? Like, I don't really like authority figures like that. I don't like for someone. You know, we're athletes. If somebody tell us that we're not ready or that we can't do something, what are we going to do? We're going to make sure we do it and figure out how to win, you know? Um, yeah. That was my that was my driving motivation there. So, like like I said, man, I, um, I didn't know what I was going to do, man. I was kind of planning as I was going. I had the money. I went out. I was. I'm. In, I'm impulsive. Sometimes I like to take a risk. I will admit that. Um, but, like I said, I, I, I reached out to a lady. Um, her name is Iris, and she's a um, she's a um, Vietnamese lady, and she had an alcoholic housing unit. <laughs> and so I literally wrote this lady on um, Craigslist, and I was like, "Hey, I don't have much money. I'm coming to Chicago. Um, I need a place to stay." Um, you know, I have a hundred bucks. Would you be able to help me? And I wasn't, I was like reaching out to tons of different people, you know? So I was just trying to like find something. Cause I, I had out, I had overstayed my welcome at the hostel. Cause you only get so many days a month or a year. So, um, yep. I, um, she ended up writing me back and she's like, Hey, I have an alcoholic housing unit. She's like, if you don't mind staying with, um, around people who are recovering alcoholics, um, then I have a room available. And she's like, I was like, she, she's like, you told me you have a hundred bucks. She was like, uh, when you, she's like, you can pay me a hundred dollars a month. And I was like, okay, mm. like that's doable, especially in a big city like Chicago, you know, you yeah, know, it's huge. I was like, holy crow. I was like, holy. I was like, she's like, when are you coming in? I was like, well, I'm taking the train. She's like, I can pick you up from this, from the station when you get in and I'll bring you to the house. So yeah, man, that, that that's, and that's how I ended up finally stand here let's not talk about how where we stayed at it was my it was my welcome to chicago i was on the south side hey man believe all the rumors <laughs> yeah so okay so 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 you get into yeah. chicago um you know you you get top five mm-hmm. in this gig um so so like then what's the like what's next then so you what's know? next was them basically telling me now you you know you got signed you need to move here you know, in order to really compete. It was like, you can be an out of town guy, but you know, you mostly um, auditions, they are like last minute sometime and you'll have like five or seven yeah. auditions or go sees, and you have to be like in the city. Cause you might be standing in a long line full, full of models and, you know, and we're all fighting for the same gig. So, you know, it was, um, mm-hmm. and, and me living all our, all of our auditions were on, we're downtown, so I'm way on the south side. So I'm just having to jump on a train, which thank God that they have a um, active uh, public transportation system in Chicago. Um, yeah, man, it was it was just a hustle, bro. That's it, man. Just hustling, hustling, hustling to get there. So what kept what? you going? What kept you going? I mean, because <laughs> right now, if, if we fast, if we excuse me, if we mm-hmm. rewind, you know, Ariel's Ariel's living in some tough. You know, so in a tough yeah. environment, he's a survivor. He he's signed. He's got opportunities, but like it is tough. It right? is right. I mean, money's money's tight. Like, what's what's keeping what's you keeping going? me going, man? Is I, I I literally had 
nothing to lose and everything to prove. Literally. Like, so mm. I even had family telling me my mom was mad. She was pissed off that I chose this, this, this route. Now she's happy, obviously, because I made it, I made it successful for myself, but she was not happy about it. A lot of friends laughed at me. So like, I only had so many, a handful of people who were like, okay, you can do this. You can do this. You know, um, that's what kept me going, man. Just those handful of people. And just the, um, I felt, I felt the energy that I could do it, man. And I can make it, you know, I, I, spent all the money that I had and um and I came down here man like between now y'all y'all are hearing it live and direct from from um from the um podcast talk but man I in order to that last hundred dollars that I had man you know what that came from that came from me pawning my championship ring oh yeah man that did not you did not just say that yeah man I was like listen I got to get it. I got it. So I, I put it on a, I took a loan out on it, you know? And I was like, mm. man, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I make it, it's going to all be worth it. You know? Like I. Well, yeah. Cause you, cause you driving a Lambo now. <laughs> yeah, man. We out here, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. It's, it's, it's fun too, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. So what um lost, lost my train of thought. That's crazy though. You you pawn you pawn the, the ring. Yeah, that's man. you know let's talk let's talk about yeah. the small wins. What what were some of the small wins then as you started kind of building that snowball and building? So you know what, man? And and kind of take it into the small you know, wins yeah. for me, man. Um it was just it was being there, man. It was it was the process and the experience, man. Like like you know, I, I as soon as I signed, I ended up booking a campaign two and a half weeks after I signed, and my agent called me in the um into the into his office one day, and he's like, "Hey, Ariel, I just want to let you know, this doesn't happen, so I don't want you to, I don't want this to go to your head, but don't get used to this to booking jobs this fast." He's like, "But you just booked a campaign, and for models, mm. campaign is the top tier job you can get because campaigns are always paying anywhere." over 20k so you're like okay man and i'm 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 coming you know i'm over here i'm i'm fucking i'm excuse my language i'm i'm running around scraping for dollars you know so i'm trying to um to to see that i can i'm about to i booked a job that's gonna pay me over 20k i i was i was lost man i was like man ecstatic crazy this this is a that's that's the type that's that's the wins that kept me going you know and from and from on and on from there, man, I just kept booking campaigns, getting I had booked another campaign and then I started working just some smaller print jobs, man. And it just all started to work out, man. My biggest client actually ended up being Nordstrom's. And um I would go out to one of their studios out in um Grand Grand Cedars in Iowa and uh or was it is it Grand yeah, Grand Cedar, right? Yeah, Cedar Cedar, Cedar Rapids, Rapids sorry. or Cedar Rapids, yeah, I would I go out you, to Cedar Rapids um, and shoot at Nordstrom Studio there, and I was working with them four times, um, four times a week, every uh, every week, four days a week, every week. Mm. Sorry. So and that was good money. Oh man, so that was, was pretty steady. Nice that thing about them steady. at the time, man, they were paying some really really good money. Now the rates have kind of dropped now, but. At that time, when I first started, man, I was getting like seventeen hundred a day. Yeah, so mm. it was it was nice. So, 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned earlier, like when people think modeling or, mm-hmm. or entertainment, right? They right. Think New York or LA and, you know, people go out there and they wait tables, mm-hmm. they do this or that. I mean, Oh yeah, man. I, I did the, I did the surgeon. Starting out? Man, I, I, I served my, I served my butt off. I was doing a little bit of, a little bit of haircutting <laughs> on the side. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah. it in college. I was like, why not do it here? You know, I did some of that, man. Is uh, it all works out? It, and mostly, what really saved me was the was the serving, man. Serving is good money. Yeah. Okay, Ariel. Let's let's mm-hmm. okay. Let's touch on that. Let let's let's touch on that. What? So, what made what makes you a a great what? server? Like, what did what did you see yeah. that you could do that? would make serving client relations every anything you do don't matter serving um wealth consulting whatever even what you guys are doing it's all about client relations so you have to be able to to read your guest you know that's it you have to under you have to want to give them the best experience despite how you feel you know you have a job to do you know so you want to give them the best experience and you want to make sure that they get everything in a timely fashion no, I, I I love I love that you said that because like I mean, it's rare. At least at least I'm not trying to. I mean, at least up here in Fargo, like it's rare that you find a server that like greets you, like makes jokes, tries to create small talk. Like when I find a server like that, like I'm trying to right. tip him. Absolutely. Next. Like okay, he's like he's funny, like he's cracking jokes, you know, and you know, but it's just. So it's it's just funny that you say that because I feel like if, like you said, if people put the customer first, you know, and make sure they have an experience, experience or create an experience for them, like people would be tipping absolutely. all the time, you know. So absolutely, that's that's good. It is an entertainment. It is an entertainment. Yeah, industry, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it, it you're, is. You're you're, you're so, initially you're putting on a show for your for every client that comes in the door. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no disagreements there. Um, some some modeling starts mm-hmm. to continue to go well, and then I'm, I'm assuming yep. you're booking more gigs. Yep. You're doing this. You're doing that, and then you decide to create a more permanent long term hustle with uh, the wealth management. Yeah, well, is that, is that so what no, not necessarily. Um, so uh, modeling is is very seasonal, man, and and it's one thing that I did not quite understand. So, you know. With with modeling only coming in seasons, you have to know how to save. And I was making money, and I had no money management, so I was I was splurging. Like I my first my mm-hmm. first my first couple of checks for my campaigns, I bought three Mercedes Benzes, literally three Mercedes Benzes. I found the top luxury building in Chicago. I found out, and I moved in the number the the uh, third ranked best um, luxury apartments in Chicago, all high rises, just nothing but like the young celebrities mm-hmm. and stuff living there. Right. Um, I just, I was yeah. just for all, all for the, all for the image, man. And it ended up, ended up biting me in the butt. Um, I ended up losing it all. You know, I started going down the wrong path with the modeling cause you're full, you're, you're going out, you're at parties, you're, you're hanging around a lot of celebrities, a lot of um, professional ball players and you become friends with them. So I used to like literally go and hang at the clubs with um, uh, Taj Gibson, uh, Joaquin Noah. Um, I went and played um, mm-hmm. uh, 2K against Derrick Rose when he used to stay at the Trump. Like, I'm, I'm literally 
just around these guys and I'm, I'm submerging their lifestyle and I'm, you know, it's easy to get caught up. It's fast. You're going out every day. Yeah. My job is not like a tip, a normal person's job. So I, my job is constantly client relations, you know, looking good, being on the scene, you know? So it was, it, it took, it takes a toll on you and you don't have time, some time to sit back and be like, okay, I need to, I need to slow down. I need to chill out. Uh, what I'm doing is not, it's not, um, it's not the end goal. It's not, it's not dry. It's not a driving force that's pushing me towards myself. It's actually pushing me further away from who I want to be, you know? So mm-hmm. um, that wealth management and all those lessons came later, man, after falling, falling on my butt. Who was your connection? Who was your relationship that kind of pushed um, you So I had a mentor. Um, his name is George Zaharoff. He, um, he, um, owns a shop uh, called George Zaharoff, um, we'll call Zaharoff. And it's, it's on Oak street in Chicago. It's one of the, it's in like the um, magnificent mile. If y'all ever heard of it, it's like the, one of the most expensive yeah. yep. avenues to shop one. He had a shop over there. Um, I just, my, my first thing to do was just to go out and, and meet as many mentors as I needed, as I could. I wanted to meet people who were smarter than me, had way more than me. And I wanted to constantly be around them. If I had to just work for free, I wanted to be around them. And I had that with George. And I also had it with a guy in Houston named Papa Zach, who's, he runs a, um, he does, he's a, he's a big investor in properties. He does, he has a couple of restaurants in Houston. Um, he actually gave me my first car. He gave me my, he gave me a Mercedes. Like he surprised me with a Mercedes when I came and visited him in Houston. I drove it back to Chicago. A blue SL 500. It was so smooth. But uh, guys like that, man, they kept me on my toes. They all they were always hard on me, which was good because I came from that coaching atmosphere where I kind of needed that, you know. Where? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Time out. Time out. Time out. So where, where did you where did you pick up that that information from to to find people that are doing better than you, like to find the mentors? That's the first time I've heard anyone like going and like doing that right away man i told you i had i had a plan i I just didn't have resources i had a plan though and like they say you all you need is a plan man for real like you 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 it's common sense to put yourself around people who are doing more than you like it is true when they say you become the five people you hang out with the most it's true you know and Mm -hmm. um, yeah go ahead go ahead Mm -hmm. but i was just gonna ask you ariel it it's common but not a lot of people do it though. Why? Like, why do? Why do you think that? Uh, I don't know if it's, um, you know, they don't believe in the system. They they, they just don't buy in, um, or they they. A lot of people trick themselves, they're, man. They trick themselves out of their blessings, man. Yeah. People, too many people are they're brainwashed and programmed, and uh, it's sad, man, because we are really capable of doing yeah. whatever you imagine you can do, completely. You know, like they say, everything was once a thought, you know, and then you and then people made those thoughts into a reality and it benefits other people. Therefore, it makes them successful. Mm, Love it. Love it. Love it. Very, very good stuff. Can you tell us how you. Yeah. So. um, So it's, it's a weird story. So with George, I just walked into his shop one day. Um, I had already knew of him because of my agents. Uh, we did a show one time and I had to wear his suit for a segment and they, and you know, it's always proper etiquette and entertainment to announce who you're wearing. 
and he had a he had a, what mm-hmm. I what I loved about his piece that he gave me was it it matched where I was in my life at the time. So he stitches quotes inside of his jackets, and I opened. Mm-hmm. He gave me this jacket, and it was it had seventeen karat gold flakes on it, and it's this beautiful um, beautiful blazer, man. It's it's a beautiful blazer. I opened it up and. Uh, the quote sister mind was you must have perseverance. And I was like, man, like that's, that's facts. You know, perseverance is the reason that I'm still here in Chicago and I'm fighting. So um, I took that quote and I went to his shop. I found his shop and I went to his shop and I was like, man, you know what? This jacket was that, that jacket that I put on for your showcase was made just for me. And he remembered me from the showcase. Cause he said that jacket is actually his favorite piece. And I was like, man, man. I, I love that jacket. And he was like, oh, he's like, you, he's like, it looks so great on you. He's like, I swear that that jacket was literally made for you. And um, we ended up talking and just conversating. And he was asking me how long have I been here. And he started like, kind of like how I'm telling you guys. He started asking my story how I got to Chicago, and he was shocked that I came with what I came with, just a trash bag and hundred bucks. He was like, what? Like, huh? Mm-hmm. He was like, let me tell you, you need to be careful. He can say, he said, I can tell you got a big heart and people will easily take advantage of that here in this city. You know, he's like, this city is known to ruin people when you don't understand the ropes, but he's like, I'll teach you, I'll teach you how things move here in Chicago. And so that was like, boom, my mentor found me, you know? Hmm. So football and life, in my opinion, are all about angles. Right. And I feel like it's something that you either have or don't have, but a lot of it you maybe learn at a young age. I mean, what do you attribute, you know, your ability to see these angles and to hustle? I mean, is there anything from your childhood that kind of, you know, you could put, you could see it, you know, yeah. one plus one equals two. Yeah, I need to um, hang with this guy. Right? Whereas a lot of people just don't man. get it. Absolutely. And you know, it's yeah. funny that y'all mentioned that because, uh, recently, I've been getting a lot of um, t- um, DMs on Facebook and some, you know, some random text messages from friends from from my hometown. They're like, and, and old buddies that I went to school with. They're like, dude, I always knew you would you would be different. Like you always carried yourself well. You were always, you know, um, you were always super aware than everybody else. And like I said, I was I was I came from a really rough neighborhood, but I was nothing like the people in my neighborhood, man. Like. I was an athlete and people respected it, you know, so they, they never tried to get me to do anything that was crazy, whether that's being a gang or whether that's, you know, run around with, with this person. And, you know, cause sometimes the company you run around could be the end of your, you know, the reason why you, you, you get killed or something like that. Cause you know, when you hang around people, yep. their enemies become your enemies. You know what I mean? So you have, that's why you have to be very careful. But I was, I was always um, playing football. Um, I, I, my, my, my mom was a single parent. Um, you know, she, uh, she was a hard worker, man. She, she worked three different jobs and, and she, I, I, I was like, I remember as a kid, I was, I was always curious as to why my mom would run in her room and shut the door. And she would literally run in her room, shut the door and I'll put my ear to the door and I could hear her crying in the room. And I was like, and it didn't take it didn't take me till I got older to be like, man, life is really not easy. I get why my mom's running in the room, locking herself in the room and crying. She's taking care of five of her own kids. 
and two of her sister's kids. So it's seven kids and one woman taking care of seven kids. Like, how? How could you even imagine that in our mm-hmm. day and age right now? <laughs> like, no. No. Man, I'm working with clients where every kid gets their own room right. and like you know, I like I have multiple a little girl I couldn't imagine having anymore. You know? Like, man, it's 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 financially mm-hmm. impossible almost right now. But you know, my mom to do it with seven kids and in a in in her grandparents' house that they gave her, uh, man, she was superwoman. She was superwoman, and I feel like that that strength came from her, man. She, I, like I said, my mom knew how to make chicken chicken uh, salad from chicken crap. She really did. She knew how to, and I think I inherited that from her. And it just it helped push me along, man. It helped me not be afraid to to break away from the norm, you know. Love it. Love it. Uh, Great info. Yeah. Ariel, got to ask. Why? So why why work? Why work? Because you said you mm-hmm. did the modeling mm-hmm. or doing the modeling and then you you did uh, some serving and then mm-hmm. you, you were cutting hair on the side. Why? Why do two man, side Man, because hustles? the modeling is it's not it's not again, it's not consistent, man. So you're only as good as your last job. Yeah. You know? And then you still happen to pay agency fees, you know, you're, you know, you, you're, it's, it's just not, Mm -hmm. it's just not all rainbows, you know, rainbows and roses. So, um, I just always, I like to keep money on me, man, especially being out in Chicago. Chicago's an expensive city, man. You're talking about 20 bucks, 22 bucks for a cocktail. Like it's, 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 it's fairly expensive, you know? You know, granted, if you hung with the right people, you wouldn't have to pay for drinks. But um, you're yeah. you're literally you're your brand, man. You have to be out promoting yourself. So that's going to be some time, you know, going to different scenes and jumping from restaurant to restaurant, lounge to lounge, club to club. You know. What was the learning curve like, yeah. you know, with that industry? You know, because yeah. you had agents, you had. I mean, Man, it was it was it was good having or, an agent. It was, was like? it was weird at first because I would get calls and I'm, I'm like somewhere maybe at work and they're like, I'm like I need to take this call. It's my agent. It was weird to to say I had an agent at that, you know, early on, but. Um, they literally they, they take care of you, man. They they literally they are like your your second parents. They have they have to be. You know, it's it's a whole list of things that you can and cannot do, you know, and people in this industry of entertainment, they will try to take advantage of you. Contracts are so dirty in this industry, man. Like you got to be careful because you could be signing your life over for five years in a one time payment and it's, it's just not worth it. You know, so having them, the agents really come in hand right. to, to sell you. Then you have the, your lawyers who who looks over the contract work. And they'll send the contract back or, you know, uh, scratch out what they don't um, really like in the contract. And so my my biggest thing was just showing up and making sure I was I was ready to perform. And so and so and that's why that's great, because and that's why having a team is, is, is so important. You know, like you like you just said, you can just show up and, and do your thing. You don't have to worry about if the contract had this or if something would go sideways, you got yeah. your agent, you got your lawyer 
there to absolutely to do those little detailed things so you you can absolutely. worry about being aerial absolutely. you know yeah so, man it's it's, it's the way that. life works a lot of people i feel are in the you know if they're in a rougher patch it's because you know a lot of people are afraid to ask for help man and that's what a team is about man. Mm. i tell people all the time you're afraid to ask for help man the, the, the most wealthiest people in the world asked for help they asked for loans they asked for investors to invest in a project that they that they were uh working on Everybody has had to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Ask for help. <laughs> my favorite, Absolutely, one of my favorite man, quotes is a closed it's mouth never true. gets fed, man. Especially right. if you're trying to build, you know, first generational wealth. Because I think the, the three of us kind of all came from, yep. from not much, you know. Um you know, yeah. I, we had seven people in a two bedroom house growing up. Right. So like when, when you come from little, I mean, you even just look at it, building your pipeline or your sales funnel or your relationship funnel. If you ask a thousand people for help, yeah. you know, you, maybe you'll get 10 that say, yeah, yes, absolutely. Right? Man. So that's, that's, and that's, I, you know, that's kind of why I'm in the industries saying. that I'm in now with the, uh, you know, uh, wealth consulting and doing the um, tech invest investments. Um, I'm able to meet with clients, uh, and I, you know, I have a, a company account. I, I have, I have, a, I have a company black card. Would you ever imagine? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, man. it's it's literally limitless. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it's it's crazy to even have it and take clients out and use it. Uh, never would I ever imagine that I would have. I would hold one of those, but. Um, yeah, and uh, so it's all client relations, taking them out, uh, relationship building, again, knowing how to read your clients. You know, some clients, you're going to have fun clients. Some clients are more reserved clients. You know, you have to you have to be able to read them and act accordingly to however their personality is, you know. Uh, and it's fun, man. I love it. I've always, I've, I've not always been a people person, but I've, I've, t- I've turned into one um, post-college, you know. Um, I feel like I had nothing to lose. What's the worst that could happen? So yeah, it's been it's been good, man. It's been real good to um, to mm-hmm. meet with these clients and to see how much disposable wealth they have, and to really understand that you know, because I feel like a lot of people have a negative look on wealth. They have a very unhealthy relationship with wealth, and yeah, yeah, it's and it's it's bad because you know I always ask myself. Um, am I buying a liability or is it going to be an asset? I need assets, no liabilities. Yeah. 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 Wait, Ariel, yep. Ariel, 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 <laughs> stop. Hang on, bro. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Slow down. All right. Let's go, man. Slow down. Repeat, repeat that. Repeat that last question. Is it going to be a liability or an asset? So, like for you, what's your like? What's your def? What's your what's Ariel's definition? A liability. Of a liability or, or so asset? for me, a liability. If it's dealing with a person, um, I, I like to do my research on the person. I like to know how they are attitude wise. I like to know how they are with their spending habits. I, I'm, you know, I like to know if they're a family man. Are they married? Or, you know, I, I I never I never really listen to what a person tells me. I I rather just sit back, read between the lines, and let them show me who they are. Right. <clears throat> So I never make yep. a deal when I first take my clients out. Mm-hmm. It's all about trying to fill them out um, and, and, and get their personality so I can set up a game plan. So I would take them out to dinner. We're having drinks. People get loose. People start sharing, right? Um, 
Yeah, it's it's man, it's it's amazing. It's, when it's you amazing. Can sit with it's people you don't know from different walks of life, be transparent and vulnerable with each other, and just talk. You know, it you really it builds friendships, and you you be, you start to make friends in really high places, man. Um, and and that's just what it's all about. But um, these guys come; they they're normal, just they're people just like us, man. But they but they have a way different relationship with wealth. And I used to think, you know, wealth was what you had, you know, um, like what you can what you can show you have, I guess, I guess, for lack of better terms. But um, I used to, you know, buy stupid stuff like the cars. and I, I used to buy like chains and stuff and, and, and things like that. And I was like, man, this this is not doing anything for me. My my, uh, my mentors, some of the people I'm hanging with, they're like, what, what the hell are you doing, Ariel? Like, what do you need that for? You know, you've lost this, this much. You know, when you bought that car, it, it depreciated this much as soon as you pulled it off and blah, blah, blah. They said, lease. You need to start leasing. Why don't you just lease? You know, why Why do you, um, why don't you put your money in more assets rather than liabilities? You know, a smart man doesn't put his money in a bank. He puts his money into uh, rental properties. I was like, oh, I'm learning some stuff. Okay. Like, let me, let me listen. Let me take my notepad out, you know? So they 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 help you from your mistakes. They watch you make mistakes, and then they constructionally build you up and show you what you should do. Like Ariel just literally <laughs> just took, took the top off with. Uh, it's just it's, it's just, just a lot to unpack. He's, he's zooming of, right now. A lot now. of really I, good I statements. I love it. You know? So like, I just want people to. I don't know if they caught that, because um, like, me and Caleb's like you're the first one, Ariel. Um, on this podcast. So with me and Caleb, when we talk mm-hmm. about assets or liabilities, we're usually talking okay. about like stuff, like, you know, vehicles, mm-hmm. properties, things like that. You're the first person. And I've studied that. You're the first person that's said that an asset or liability. Can Absolutely. Be a, a Absolutely. Human also. Absolutely, man. They you can. Know? And they can. I just like, that's, that's a powerful, uh, a thing if 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 people start looking at everything in life you know whether it's you know money relationships like yeah. what they're taking in um you know, is it is an Absolutely. asset or a liability you Absolutely, know so yeah. no i love it yes yeah, it's, it's it. crazy it. man it's I, I would definitely um back in the day probably not hung out with myself much to be honest <laughs> would have been a definite liability hey man but uh you know you got to learn man uh, uh um a, a, a wise man you gotta learn yep. a dumb fool you know so hey it'd be like that man <clears throat> yeah gotcha well w- once you start to figure mm-hmm. out that like man once you start treating every dollar like an employee you know and you realize you know like man i could be putting these people to work or i could park you know 1800 of them in this chain that would look sweet mm-hmm. but it'll only make me happy for you know, 30 minutes, right? Like you really, once you can make those critical thinking decisions, you just, you, you see in the world through a whole different lens. And yeah. the same thing with people in your time, right? You'll have so much limited time and everybody's got those friends or those situations where they make a connection mm-hmm. with somebody yep. who, oh, man. you know, oh, maybe they're man, just yeah. living for the weekend or, it is, man. you know, this or that, right? It's, it's always something, right? And And not, and not thinking big. So, that leads me to my next question is what are you like, you know, thinking big, what's, you know, what's on, what are you, what's on your goals? Uh, list? So man, uh, really it's just, um, on this path? again, standing around the right people I've been. So I, I actually, 
hang out with nothing. It's like my friend group is, is crazy now, man. Like I'm literally around the 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 aldermen, the you know, the the the, the governor and the and the mayors of the city that I'm in. I'm having a drink with the aldermen. You know, just sitting mm. there, you know, we're discussing things and you know, because sometimes you have to get a lot of their permission to to create projects, right? Um, I'm I'm sitting with all business owners. They all own the business that we're at, the, the restaurants, sure. the bars, you know. Um, and I've really just been listening to them and, and figuring out what's my next move. And I'm already invested in properties. I'm already invested in tech. I'm looking to. Um, I, I was working on a on a, um, a nonprofit. That. I had announced it on my IG, um, and it was called uh, Fathers More. Um, and it's basically spawning a uh, better man for a better future. Um, it's, it, um, uh, it's, it's like my next main project that I'm going to, I'm going to try to get accomplished with 2021 because 2020 slowed a lot down. So it's that, and it's my, or my nonprofit. And I'm also working on trying to break ground on a night lounge, nightclub lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm. This question, this question is gonna make Coop, Coop's uh, ears start to tickle a little bit. Absolutely, have you have you looked man. into the I'm, tax I'm benefits I'm of a nonprofit? Totally I'm sure you have. Knowledgeable about, um, in terms of, is a night you know lounge going to be owned by the nonprofit? I don't perhaps? know, man. I, I, mean, I haven't I'm got just... that. I haven't got that far with you. That's still a little. That's still a little premature. <laughs> um, but um, hey, if if the you know the way taxes are. If if things pan out properly and aligned, and hey, who knows? Um, I don't really know know if I would want to mix the two together. But you know, depending on if the money's right and the numbers are right, then I'm I'm with it. So we'll see, man. I I have I have a a, a lawyer. I have a couple lawyers actually. And, right. You know, I'm just trying to get the again, just get the blueprint and get the game plan before I do anything else. You know. So that's that's my that's my biggest thing. I have a name, have all those things. I have everything I need for the nonprofit. I have everything that I need panned out for the um, for the lounge as well too. So we'll see. Claire, what what, you, my what are you going to call it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was reading some of the most successful brands are always attached to a, a last name or a middle name. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's it, many of them. Man. Exactly. All of the S and P five hundred is full name. of them. You know, she already has. Names. She already has credit. You know, I, I made an authorized user and uh, made sure to build her credit up. So when she's eighteen and you know she's she's old enough, she can take her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and take uh, her money. Seven fifty. And, and, and Are you somewhere. Giving... Okay. <laughs> okay. You're giving, you're giving away too much good information, bro. Like this is. Hey man, like, we gotta what, start charging. That's, that's what it's for, man. That's what it's for, man. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs it. No, I love, I, I love the legacy play, man. Not, not enough people are doing that. I love the legacy, leaving something for it your, is, man. your that's, kids, that's, man. It, that's it's, it's important, that's where it's man. At. It's, they're gonna carry on your name, carry on your legacy. They can create something bigger and better, man. All we gotta do is just be good role models. You know. Yeah. Love it. Like I said earlier, we're we're that first generation, you know, really doing the the 
Yeah. You know, the, the legwork of pushing that snowball, making it big, right? And then imagine giving somebody the keys where it's like, hey, look look what I built up. Yeah. You know, just keep pushing it. And and your kids can really do something. You know what I mean? It like does. Generational wealth, it, you know, it takes one or two, but it's it's amazing yeah. what, you know, the eighth wonder yeah. of the world compound interest can do. What uh, what do you do? Personal with development, personal man. Development you know what? Um, my personal development, man. I I read, dude. I I love reading, man. I I read I read quite a bit. <clears throat> a lot of my friends, um, they always recommend books to me. We always uh, push books back and forth. Some of my mentors and everything like that. So, man, my personal development comes from just putting my head in the books, man, and and, and, a, and a lot of meditation. Yeah, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you doing – what are you using for your meditation? And then some bonus question. All know, right. Um, so for meditation, man, it, you know, meditation for me is, is just I wake up it's, – it's every day, man. I wake up at 6 in the morning. I'm up at 6. I – uh I, you you gotta give your you gotta give your mind some quietness. You gotta you know sit in solitude a little bit and um, focus yourself. Get yourself focused for the day. So you know that just consists of sitting in front of the mirror with my with my uh, with my mat or wherever I'm at. Whether I go to the gym and do it as well, or I will go to the lake and sit at the lake and just sit in quiet and sit in uh, solitude and just um, you know do breathing exercises. You know whether I do six big six big breaths and man it's it's, it's amazing I, t- I recommend i highly recommend people meditate more i used to laugh about it when people told me to do it but man it really helps it slows things down and puts you in the right mindset mm. do y'all do y'all meditate love it a little bit i mess with it a little bit I I do mess with it a little bit. I like uh-huh. the if you've heard of uh, Miracle Morning by by Hal Elrod, where he's got kind of five principles, and one of them is yeah. you know either a session of prayer, gratitude, or meditation. And yep, in seasons of life where I'm motivated and on it, I, I do like to spend ten fifteen minutes in the morning just oh for sure, man. Um, if you will, the book. But you always a book rack, man. Man, it's uh it's called Tools of Titans. The tactics and routines and habits of billionaires, icons, and world-class performers. Mm, okay, hang on. Time out. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Tools, what, tools of Titans. What was it, what was it Ariel? <laughs> tools of... And it's the tactics, okay. routines, and habits of billionaires, icons, and world-class performers. Yeah, we might need to put that on the list, uh, Caleb. Yeah. So, yeah. That. That's, yeah, man. It's you know, that's it's it's a it's a pretty the, it's a pretty big book. It's pretty. It's it's nice, but approval. it has exercises in it as well too. So it kind of, it keep, it keeps you engaged, you know. So oh. you know, it's like okay, you've been reading, reading, Ooh, reading. Okay, like now that. do this exercise and and do this and and you know this is how this this mobile was and you know it it's it it just shows you that man everybody was once just a regular person, just somebody with a big dream, you know. So yeah, man, I highly recommend it. If you Love if it. you uh, if you like it, get it. They should pay us for 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 putting that book out there like that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get a Ariel Boyd affiliate in the show notes. Ariel, what? So you know your story, awesome, awesome to to say the least. 
Uh, what's one thing, like one piece of advice uh, you have for one piece our, of advice? Uh, um, sure. I would say always be calculated. Um, understand, read and feel energy. And if the energy isn't right and they're telling you to go, um, if the energy isn't, if their energy isn't sitting well with you and they tell you to go left, go right. That's all I'd say. Always, you know, mm. you have to, you have to, you have to go use, you go with your gut feeling every single mm. time. People telling you, everybody telling you to go left, go right. See why, understand and, 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 and be curious of why they want you, why they don't want you to turn right. Yeah, absolutely. Question, question everything. No, not even not even necessarily question. Just do your own yeah. research. You know, so I, we all go through different yeah. experiences, yep. and everything is different for everybody. You know, so you need to find out for yourself what what doesn't work for one person could be your could be your goal. So, love it. Love it. What um? Where can our uh listeners absolutely? Uh, follow uh, well, you they can find me on do? IG at a underscore real Boyd, uh, and you can find me on Facebook, um, just Ariel Boyd. Type in my name; it should it should come up. Yeah, and if you're in Chicago, you can uh, come and kick it with me. No, I'm just playing. I can't take on too many people like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Circle's tight, man, but oh, players is open. Man, man. Have a good time. Bottle, Trust me on that. Bottle I'm, service. I'm a, I'm a hell of a uh, definitely, hell of definitely a on the house. I'm, I'm gonna make man. sure you have a good time. <laughs> yeah, you guys come down here. Let me know, man. I, I've linked with a lot Love of guys um, from from college and high school who come down here, and yeah, man, we do it proper. Go out to a nice dinner, sit down, maybe have a cigar. It's good. It's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, Absolutely, we'll sounds great. That. We'll have to do that. Uh, Ariel, man, this was great. Uh, really appreciate you taking some time out for us, man. Um, yeah, it was great. Caleb, you got anything? No, nah, man. Like like we were talking earlier, you only got so much time. You only Absolutely, got so much energy man. for so many people. So I appreciate you sharing your story. Very inspirational. Helps Coop and I and Helps Coop and I and everybody else. Absolutely, kind of man. We're all track, here for each so other. Let's, pre- let's, let's use the, each other. Let's, the let's good build. Message. I appreciate you guys for having me, man. Yep. Sounds good. All right, man. Bye. Thanks, man. Talk to you later. Cool. See ya. Bye. Man. That was... Another great morning, Coop. That was awesome. I did not know any of that of his story. That yeah, I, did, I really, I really think we should, think? Pro- we should probably I mean, go meet him. We should take him up on that offer, though. You let me, yeah, dude, that's right. Because I know um, Chicago is such yeah, a cheap, cheap you, flight. Yeah, that's right. Because you're mean, big time. You don't ever. Oh, just let me know, Coop. Just, just, just let me know when the t- the ticket hits my cart. Chicago, J- Florida. Jamaica. Just let me know when we're going, man. Oh, Jamaica's not happening. Oh, you okay, know. all right. I think I told you. Jamaica, man, Southwest messed up flights. <laughs> so it's Miami now. Big time. But uh, yeah, this is. It was, this, it was this, really this great, great, man. Episode, I mean, man. It, it's, you know, someone t- just take, just, man, put it, putting all the chips on them. Um, 
Yeah, he just like I'm. I love yep. that kind of like Jimmy Butler. Like, nah, yep. I'm gonna like, try to get a bigger contract. Like, uh, I'm comfortable like, here, but love it. I really want to do this. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just do it. <sighs> love it, love it. Um, man, any any uh key takeaways for you, bro? Um, he definitely touched on doing it big with big people. And I think that's a great reminder for me. I think a weakness of mine is, you know, I'll give, give, give to anybody, which is great. But like, man, your inner circle, you just, you just get leveled up by the people you you're around. Yeah. But the, you know, potentially it's it's definitely, uh, you know, when you, when you, it's like swimming, right. And you go in the pool with like the little fishies, it's like, uh, Whatever, dot up. When you get in there with some sharks, oh, you're forced to be. You're a forced shark, to bro. be a shark. Like there's no, there's no doubt about it. Or get eaten, or run away. Like, a book we haven't read, by the way, is called Swim, which I know you will love. And if you ever tell me whenever uh, we have this Florida trip coming, I will bring you the book personally. Just, I'll give you a physical I'm copy. I'm just, but it's called Swim. And it's all like, it's just, it's so good. And everyone knows it, but the reminder, it's crazy how the reminders make a difference. Like you got to hang out with killers if you want to be end, a end killer. End of the day. End of the day. So no, that's, that's great, man. Um, Anything else? What man, did you have? I just, yeah, what I did just you have? love, you know, and he was, he was flying through it, but the whole assets and liabilities um, and like, I forget about time, uh, man. Sucks. Like every everything and anything is either asset or a liability. You know, it, is every is what you're doing mm-hmm. is it helping you or is it making you uh, is it helping you be better or making you worse? Um, one of the guys I follow, um, he talks about the the whole. He 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 calls it the whole. He's got a thing. It's called a whole fourteen. Well, when he was a cop, um, they had this thing that cops would go to to kill time, right? And he called it the hole because when you went in the hole, whatever you did in the hole, that's what you became, right? And so he was saying like people were like movie buffs, like if all the if all they did in the hole was watch movies, they were movie buffs. If all they did was eat donuts, they were big you know and for him he uh did real estate he was just always you know on his his free time or the whole time he was always looking at real estate well now he's like one of the top investors in chicago um right now so yeah man it's either asset or liability and people can be assets or liabilities I just, I just love that. So I, I think, I think I lost my guy. Dude, my Caleb. network, not Wi-Fi, my network Caleb. just dropped me. But, but you were, you were saying it's all good. Um, whatever it's all you good. eat every day, it's all good. Come, is that the gist of what you were saying? 
Yeah, so I was talking about this guy that I follow. He's he was a cop, and he they had this 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 the free time they had. They called it the hole, and he was saying like, mm-hmm. whatever you did in the hole when you came out, that's what you became. So he was saying like, if you, all you did was watch movies in the hole, you were a movie buff. Is if all you did mm-hmm. was eat donuts, you were a bit you know a bigger guy. You know, so he, what he did was he. Uh, looked at he looked up properties. He was looking up properties, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like one of the top investors in Chicago right now, you know. But and so that's that's how I was just saying like you're either an asset or a liability, and like I just love how Ariel touched on that. At People first, I thought he was going out. Of are also field, assets, and then it totally liabilities. So, oh yeah, Clay. Oh yeah, I knew where. I, yeah, I knew where he was going. I was like, oh man, he's Next already. Level is on the people next level love it love it but man this was this was a great episode man what's this uh he's a person you want to connect with man so if you ever had a connection with ariel i mean i would try to rekindle that man because i mean everything he's saying is like yep 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 great episode coop love it love it Awesome episode.